Hi, everyone. We're conducting an audience survey, and we'd be really grateful if you could take just a few minutes and answer a few questions. Please visit survey.prx.org happiness to take the survey today. That's survey.prx.org happiness. Thank you. The Science of Happiness is brought to you by Progressive, one of the country's leading providers of auto insurance. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you say what kind of coverage you're looking for and how much you want to pay, and Progressive will help you find options that fit within your budget. Use the Name Your Price tool and start an online quote today at Progressive.com. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I was at an orphanage in Seoul, Korea, and was adopted by an African-American family that was in the Army. And shortly after, maybe a year or so, we ended up moving back to America. At seven, my parents got a divorce. And so my mother, my brother, and myself moved back to their hometown of Jackson, Mississippi. And that's pretty much where I grew up. Before I moved to Jackson, I didn't really think anything about my situation. And so when I went to school was when I realized that I was different because a majority of the people as far as population there are mostly either black or white. And so growing up, I only knew like two other Asian people that live there. And so going to school, you've got these kids picking on you and they're picking on you because of how you look and, you know, your external appearance, things that you can't control. And so, you know, shortly after is like, that's where I kind of started developing identity issues and really trying to figure out who I was as a person. It's really made me question certain things about myself as far as having to prove myself. I'm so driven and I'm so motivated, but is that because I feel like I have something to prove because I'm an adoptee or do I feel the need to really do really well because I'm Asian. So when I think about that, I think I'm a woman that pursues my purpose passionately. I know that I love growth, and that includes embracing the good and the bad that I've experienced. I'm motivated by making an impact and always thinking about how I can help others. And although my story is unique, many others can relate to people often putting you in a box and wanting you to be more so one-dimensional based on your skin color. But what I've realized as humans and as individual people, that we're more than that. Cindy Wilson shares her journey of being a transracial adoptee in America in her new memoir, Too Much Soul, The Journey of an Asian Southern Belle. Today, Cindy joins us as our happiness guinea pig, trying out a science-backed practice to foster resilience, kindness, connection, and happiness. Cindy, thanks so much for joining us on The Science of Happiness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on today. I have to say, I think you're the first Asian Southern Belle I've ever spoken <laughs> with. <laughs> Yay! That makes me happy. <laughs> One of the things that developmental psychologists are really interested in, and you've got it going on in full bloom, which is how does a young seven or eight-year-old make sense of having an ethnic identity and a mm -hmm. regional identity? How do you make sense of it all? It just plays into the nature versus nurture. I was heavily influenced by the people that accepted me. At different points in my life, I would hang out with white people, or I would hang out with my Asian friends, or I would hang out with my black friends. So I was exposed to a lot of different cultures, you know, just really figuring out, like, what was it that I connected to? Like, for example, 
I had never met anyone that was fully Korean. But then since I wrote my book, I've met other Korean adoptees, which I never met before. So I would say that's another cool thing, too, because I didn't even realize that the Korean adoptee population was the largest international adoption population. Is that right? And Yes. And I, I did not know that. Even outside of that, like other people that are embracing my story that are of like all races and nationalities has been amazing because, you know, people see the need of bringing people together instead of people feeling so divided. Yeah, absolutely. So Cindy is our happiness guinea pig. You chose a practice that really highlights your best character traits. It's called the user strengths practice. What is the user strengths exercise? Walk us through it. Okay. So for using your strengths, you want to do it at least every day for a week. And the time required each day is going to vary depending on how you choose to exercise your strength. You take a moment to think about one of your personal strengths. For instance, creativity, perseverance. For myself, I chose encouragement. Mm. And consider how you use this strength today in a new and different way. And for me, that was more so mindfulness, being more mindful. Uh And then describe in writing the personal strength you plan to use today and how you are going to use it. Then go ahead and do it, and as frequently as possible throughout the day. Repeat the steps every day for a week, and you can use the same personal strength each day or try new ones. And then at the end of the week, write about your personal strength that you focused on and how you used them, and then write in detail about what you did, how you felt, and what you learned from the experience. Pretty intensive. Yeah. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Why did you choose the user strength practice? So I chose that exercise because lately in my journey of learning more about other Korean adoptees, it's made me question what a lot of adoptees and also Asians kind of question about themselves. And that's always feeling that we have to prove ourselves to show that we're good enough. So what strength did you decide to focus on? The strength that I chose for myself personally was my ability to encourage others because I feel like I'm always doing that. So I already know that I get really invested in people and I want to see them win and be empowered to be their best selves. But I wanted to be more intentional with how I was doing it and being more mindful. And what are some ways you encouraged others during the week? One of my friends, she was selected on the board of a nonprofit. And, you know, of course, I congratulated her and let her know she was going to be great and they were going to be lucky to have her on their board I had a friend that was applying for a job and gave him advice on how to leverage his strengths based on what they were looking for and how I knew he would be the perfect candidate. And then, you know, just with writing a book, I've had people since I was doing this exercise that have reached out to me to ask me for advice. So I walked them through my process, asked them about their project and really encouraged them that when you put your passion and your purpose out there, it's like, The things that are supposed to come and happen from that will happen. But I would probably say my favorite one was I had a young lady that sent me an email and she was explaining how my book really connected with her Uh because she's black, but a majority of her friends are white. And so she's often told she, you know, air quotes, acts white. But then she was also introduced to K-pop. She was (laughs) like, I just like, oh my gosh, I love it. And... But she was like, but then sometimes I feel a sense of guilt. And so I told her, I was like, you know what? Honestly, I see nothing wrong with liking what you like. Uh 
And I think it's okay. As long as you're not denying who you are racially or culturally, then I don't see a problem with it. Did it reassure her? It did. That really made her feel better. And, you know, it's like, I think that's what people that with encouragement, they're just kind of looking for that validation or that confirmation that it's okay. Yeah. You know, for them to be who they are and to like what they like. Even (laughs) K-pop. Even (laughs) K-pop. One of the really interesting things in the science on this kind of topic is that when we give to others and when we encourage others or to use your word empower other people, Mm -hmm. you know, feel joy and there's this contagious reaction. How did you find your experience of pursuing the strength over the course of the week? I learned that when you're intentional with adding some type of value to someone else's life, it can form a stronger connection with that person. And then you're also acknowledging that you hear all of the great things that they're doing and that you're supporting them and wanting them to do well, that they're going in the right direction and that it's okay. Yeah. My aha moment was, you know, how I spoke about I'm driven and I really push myself, but it made me realize I do that because I want to be my best self also. Mm. Encouraging others is my strength, but it's like... I also encourage myself. Good. It made me feel like, well, maybe it's just more so a natural quality that I have that I apply to myself as well as others. And so instead of being like, well, maybe I'm driven because, you know, of this, like, you know, I need to go to therapy and figure this out. And (laughs) but it's like I'm just naturally an encourager. And even with myself, you know, to push myself to be the best self that I can be. It's one of the things that I really like about these practices is it gives you a little bit of opportunity to reflect on your tendencies, and sometimes we pathologize them, but in fact, they are healthy and and part of who we are. So glad that had that effect on you. I know. I was like, yeah. So now I can prolong my therapy session for another couple (laughs) of weeks. (laughs) Were there challenges that you found, Cindy, in doing this? Were there obstacles, or did grumpy people respond with... (laughs) inappropriate responses like stop encouraging me (laughs) (laughs) I would say probably the only challenge was like being very intentional and listening to what they're saying and finding a way to encourage them and making that connection with them yeah well put takes a little work to really zero in on the things that people need to be encouraged on You could easily bypass something somebody said and be like, okay, well, let's talk about something else. And then you're like, no, no, stop right there. And they just said this, so you need to encourage them in this way. Cindy, do you think you're going to do this practice again and encourage the people around you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's very important to encourage others because you're paying attention to what they're saying and what they're going through and that either it's going to be okay or they're going to do great. Yeah. Some people need it, some people don't, but even if they don't, it just helps to form that connection even stronger. Cindy, I wanted to thank you for being on The Science of Happiness and wish you the best with your book, Too Much Soul. I hope it keeps the conversation going about cultural acceptance and the things that you've talked about. Thanks so much. Yes, that's my hope. And I even have discussion questions at the end of my book. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Hiring the right team for your business can be a long and arduous process. With Indeed, there are no long-term contracts, you can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates 
with Indeed Instant Match. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly. Want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our listeners get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com happiness. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com happiness. Indeed.com happiness. Offer valid through March 31st. Terms and conditions apply. We know from science that giving to others, especially those in need, can make us happier as a community. Unbound is an international nonprofit that partners with families living in extreme poverty, empowering them to become self-sufficient and fulfill their desired potential. When you sponsor a child, young adult, or elder through Unbound, you invest in personalized benefits that support goals chosen by the sponsored individual and their family. Unbound sends more than $100 million each year to support families in under-resourced countries. You can make a real and direct impact, offering hope in the life of someone when they need it most. Partner with a new friend today at unbound.org happiness. Cindy Wilson focused on her ability to encourage others, and in so doing, found herself taking delight in other people and feeling connected and happier. A lot of us tend to dwell on our weaknesses, but a lot of different studies suggest that when we shine a light on our strengths, we actually derive a lot of benefits. In one study, people first had to list their strengths and then rank them from their biggest strengths to the ones that they could use a little bit of work on. And then what they did is they used their top-ranked strengths in a new way for one week. Participants reported feeling happier and actually showed fewer symptoms of depression even six months after doing this practice. What about those skills toward the bottom of our personal list of strengths, the ones we're not so great at that we feel uncomfortable doing? Should we focus on those too? That's the question that Fabian Gander, a psychologist at the University of Zurich, set out to answer. His study compared signature strengths, character strengths that we think are most essential to who we are and that vary from person to person, to lesser strengths, the ones that we're not as good at. We randomly assigned people to a condition that asked them to use their five signature strengths or their five lesser strengths in a new way for one week. And we assessed well-being and depressive symptoms at different time points. So before the intervention, after the intervention, as well as after one month, three months and six months. And the results were so far positive that the interventions were able to increase well-being and decrease depressive symptoms for up to three months. And surprisingly, there were no differences at all between the two conditions, signature strength or on the lesser strength. The basic question is whether improving your strength in general improves your happiness. And based on the results of this study, we would say yes. Using your signature strength in a new way can be a helpful way for people to grow, to develop their character, maybe also to get happier. But it's also completely fine if you're preferring to work on your lesser strengths. We try not to say weaknesses because these are still positive traits. If people apply their strengths on a daily basis, it gets to habit and the strength itself might increase as well, which can in turn also lead to other positive outcomes. If you'd like to try the Use Your Strengths exercise or other happiness practices, 
visit our Greater Good in Action website at ggia.berkeley.edu. Then email us at greater@berkeley.edu and tell us how it went. I'm Dacher Keltner. Thanks for joining me on The Science of Happiness. Our podcast is a co-production of UC Berkeley's Greater Good Science Center and PRI-PRX, with production assistance from Jenny Cataldo and Ben Manila of BMP Audio. Our producer is Shuka Kalantari. Our associate producer is Lee Mangistu. Our executive producer is Jane Park. Our editor-in-chief is Jason Marsh. Special thanks goes to UC Berkeley's Graduate School of Journalism. Join us for a live recording of an episode of The Science of Happiness and hear from Jack Kornfield and me and lots of other speakers at our first ever three-day Science of Happiness event held in Northern California near Santa Cruz. Learn more at ggsc.berkeley.edu.